The Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network, and Oneness Talk Radio. So welcome to this week's show, and later we're going to be joined by our producer, as we always are, Darren Ball, with uh, your questions and comments. But first, we're looking at a very, very elevated topic, uh, one which I must say I feel very humble to even be talking about at all, and unworthy, I have to say, in many regards, because it's divine love, and yet it's the fabric of life. It's what life really is. It's what really matters, and it is accessible. It is attainable by us all. So we're turning again to the second freedom. And as you know, these uh, shows, the spiritual freedom shows, are based on the nine freedoms delivered by Mars Sector 6 through Dr. George King. So the radiation of love energy is more important in these days than going within through meditation to find inner peace. We should never forget to to go within, by the way. There's nothing wrong in seeking inner peace. In fact, I would go further. It's absolutely essential. First cometh, as the Master Jesus once said, the angel peace to make way for the goddess love. Uh, We do need to do that. You can't really radiate peace fully to others until you've realized it within yourself. Uh, You may not be constantly in a state of peace because you're too concerned and compassionate for the world as a whole and you're disturbed by the world as a whole and you allow yourself to be disturbed by the world as a whole. But finding inner peace, yes, it's necessary. But more important in these days is the radiation of love energy. And ultimately, it is a divine energy. It comes from the creator. It is the preservative force of the universe and regular listeners will know one of our big big themes is the massive revelation that the triangular manifestation of wisdom is creation preservation transmutation but the key thing about this preservative force is that it's unlimited it's an energy which can be risen to higher and higher levels all the way through you might say and ultimately returning to the divine source from which it came. And in that journey, we must also be raising ourselves. So let's listen to the extract of the day from the Second Freedom by Mars Sector 6, a recording of uh, given over 60 years ago. And he, as usual, and you'll be getting used to this if you, if you weren't before, his very brief, very precise manner of delivery And I think you'll find in this one sentence a massive key to divine love. So could you play that for us, please, Darren? Being as it is an energy which has different octaves of existence, it is a mutable and a trans 
mutable upon all of these levels back to its one basic source thus it is the a great energy of the cosmos the great energy of the cosmos the one energy as it was called by a lord of saturn prior to the nine freedoms actually but here's the key love exists on different octaves or if you prefer a different word levels and i think that explains why it's so misunderstood on earth because one person who's talking about love is expressing its manifestation on one of those levels or octaves and another is at a different and very much higher level so much so that it's virtually unrecognizable from the first definition but it is the same energy just manifesting at these different octaves for example the love expressed in a romantic and perhaps a very possessive relationship is a million miles from the love expressed for example by the master jesus the master of love as he was and is when he walked the earth and uh, as indeed was and is the lord buddha who is still with us around the earth now uh, although he taught a path of meditation the lord buddha as you can see from studying his life, and I'm sure many of you have studied it more than I have, but he did nothing other than serve. Uh, he, he spent his time, he left his bliss, even within that life, and devoted himself in love and compassion for others, as he's still doing at this very second that I speak to you now. The love expressed by a doting parent, but maybe again with possessive feelings, I'm not talking about every parent, by the way, or indeed every romantic relationship, but those with a strong element of possessiveness is far removed from the love of a Buddha or a Sri Krishna uh, or, or a Lord Babaji uh, for all life, all life, human, animal, vegetable, whether we have a personal connection with it, whether they be related to us in any way at all or not. Every form of life on earth, universal love, Love is, and this is the big key, mutable and transmutable upon all of these levels back to its one basic source. So the basic love that most of us feel from time to time can, and sooner or later will, be risen. In the 12 blessings, in the third blessing, and I must say I do love the correlation between the 12 blessings and the nine freedoms, Master Jesus tells us there that those, they who love, have the difficult task of transmuting what he calls the base energies into the energy of love, the difficult task. And I think that, uh, again, for some people is putting it, some of us, I include myself for sure, it can, is putting it mildly. The base energies, we're all too familiar with those, anger, desire, resentment, jealousy, and so on. The good news that even those, uh, if we're honest, which we do experience from time to time, they can and will ultimately be transmuted in one life or another. So we might as well start now. That word again, transmutation. 
What Mars Sector 6 is telling us in that extract we played is that this energy can become a key to our journey back to divinity. It's as big as that. Because love is mutable. It can be changed. It's transmutable. It can be risen through level after level after level until it returns ultimately to its source, which is God. So as we raise our attunement and ability to manifest higher octaves of this energy, we are also advancing ourselves. We must be in order to do it, and we're evolving. And this uh, applies throughout the cosmos. And what a wonderful way to develop and to advance through the radiation of love, not just to focus on ourselves through inner peace and meditation, but the radiation of love to all life and at the same time raising ourselves. We've discussed many times on the Spiritual Freedom Show uh, detachment, and we do need some detachment, actually, in order to control um, our, the energies within us. But the Master Etherius, the first, the, the major communicator after whom this, the society is named that actually uh, publishes the Nine Freedoms, the Master Etherius stated in one of his earliest transmissions in 1955, actually, that real and positive love is a state of mind which is, and I quote, detached almost to the point of negation. And that word almost is crucial. It's not negation. Uh, but if it was, there'd be no compassion at all, no concern for others. It's a subtle statement. With the master theorist, you have to look for the subtleties. It's a, But it, what it is is an impersonal expression bringing complete purity and yet still an expression. And the higher it gets, the more powerful it becomes. This might have something in common, I just occurs to me now, with the, in a physical way, with the practice of homeopathy, maybe. Uh, as you minimize uh, the element uh, of personal attachment, so it becomes purer and purer and purer. And as Dr. King put it in his lecture on the second freedom, if you send out the power of pure love, it has to be pure love. Pure love is impersonal. It knows no relatives. It knows no sex. It knows no one human because it knows all. Darren, your thoughts? Gosh, yeah, something, um, certainly something for us to all aspire to there, I think, and one day achieve, as you say. And I, um, you know, I love that message you gave that, you know, essentially the higher we can raise this energy, the closer we can become ourselves to, to God. Absolutely. Um, it reminds me... Um, Actually, of a, that, that quote, I think, is Swami Vivekananda, you include in your book, Prayer Energy. You know, the moment you have succeeded in manufacturing love out of prana, you are free. Yes. And um, I think it's very, very much the message that we are we are giving here today Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you're tuning in for the first time, I invite you to find out more about the Nine Freedoms and the advanced extraterrestrial intelligence who gave these teachings known as Mars Sector 6. And you can visit our website, that's aetherius.org, A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S.org, where you can also discover more about the 12 blessings, which Richard mentioned there as well. Um, Richard and I, of course, really do appreciate hearing from everybody listening, especially your questions and the experiences that, that you do share. Uh, I pick at a moment of truth or a question to share in every show. So if you haven't written to us before, do drop us a line at spiritualfreedom at richardlawrence.co.uk with any of those questions, comments, or experiences that you'd like to share. Uh, I think we've got a good note here from, um, from a subscriber of ours, Richard, who says, I've been a psychotherapist for almost 30 years but I'm now going back to healing and I'm studying a two-year accredited healing course at the Harry Edwards Healing College. I picked up a book in the library there called Power Prayer and I've been practicing this technique and loving it. Indeed, it's helped my meditation. I've been privileged to meet from time to time in India several highly 
spiritually developed individuals and have been involved in spiritual seeking since the age of 21. I've now looked online at some of the talks of the Ethereum Society and I'm now feeling an affinity with what you are espousing. I also feel that I want to develop my spirituality more as I've been working on my own until now and I feel that the Ethereum Society may be the right next step for me. Well, I would say if certainly, you know, okay, I'm the secretary of the society and have been for over <laughs> 40 years, so you could say I'm biased, but I would say it is the best step you could take. Obviously, I'd say that because that's what I do and that's what I believe and I know it works. Uh, Harry Edwards, yes, I've spoken at that sanctuary many years ago, Darren, and uh, mm, he was a great healer. I think Dr. King may have well have known him or met him as well, the late Harry Edwards, I should say. And I think mm-hmm. the book you mentioned there, Power Prayer, I believe, is by Chrissy and Gary Blaze, our that's very right. dear that's friends. Right. So that's interesting that uh, you came across that book there. Um, yes, I think by the sound of everything you've said, uh, it would be a very good step. And what you'll find in the Ethereum Society is that as well as the personal healing, which we do teach and we do practice, uh, and uh, and we send healing but through the, over, over a distance as well, every uh, every week, probably every day, uh, absent healing is going out from our healers for individuals. But as well as that, we focus on the world. And I've come across healers, very good ones, actually, even in the TV studio. I remember doing an interview with two very well-known healers years ago. They didn't know that they could apply that to a world situation, such as a war, or such as a a tragedy, such as earthquake victims, people they didn't know, people they weren't able to visualize because they didn't know them. But they could, and they didn't know their names, but you can still send healing energy out this comes to our theme really of you know the impersonal approach of love so yes we should help our loved ones people we know people we come across who ask for healing but also we should help all life all life on earth animals too they love healing as does uh, vegetation actually respond very and even machinery responds to love energy um so we come back i think darren to our many octaves of existence yeah, this is a, a beautiful little um, harmony there in terms of bringing those messages together. And I think, you know, uh, now that you mentioned that, you know, reminding people about what they can actually do on the world stage, you know, a few a few weeks ago when we did that show about the, the Ukraine conflict special, which people can go back to, mm. um, I got messages coming back, you know, from people saying, you know, how empowered to make them feel, you know, the fact Good. that not just that we reminded them, but, but the fact that, yes, they can do something about it. Um, you know, especially, I think, by taking the opportunity to come together with others and, and realizing that the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And together, we can do more than we can do alone. Absolutely right. And of course, the keynote being in these days, service. And that's where love leads. But you do need love in order to serve as your, as your motivating force. Because as uh, Mars Sector 6 says in the third freedom, service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. 